Hey y'all, we wanted to share with you some of the fun we've been having over here on Patreon. For this Best of February, we're bringing you short clips from some of the bonus content from last month to give you an idea of everything you get when you sign up to support the show. First, we have a clip from an Am I the Asshole episode where a coworker commits an egregious social faux pas in the workplace bathroom, and we discuss some doo-doo do's and don'ts. After that, we have a clip from Dear Sinister where we talk about how to support your friends through a lackluster relationship. Most of us, myself included, as you will hear, have been on both sides of this equation. That's followed by a clip from our live bonus content episode of Reddit's Off My Chest. We recorded this at the tail end of the Murdoch trial and start off the clip commenting on Alex's testimony. Following the trial talk, we get into a confession about what happens when you put yourself out there only to be laughed off the dance floor. It's heart-wrenching. It is. Finally, you'll hear a segment from February's mini-sode regarding the recent UFOs and unidentified aerial phenomenon and one of the more fun theories surrounding those events. Join us on Patreon today to get ad-free regular episodes, hundreds of hours of audio and video bonus content, on-demand archives of the video live streams, and so much more. You also will be the first ones to have access to tickets for all of our new upcoming tour shows we just announced. We just dropped several new cities. Heather, remind us all, what are they? July 19th. Boston, July 20th, Brooklyn, July 22nd, Washington, D.C., August 15th, Detroit, August 16th, Columbus, and August 17th, Pittsburgh. If you are in those cities or somewhere around there, make sure you are on our Patreon because you will get first access to those tickets, including VIP, which are limited and they sell out very quickly. Also, an annual subscription to our Patreon gets you immediate access to the bonus content plus a free month of membership. To join our Patreon and be the first to hear about when tickets are going on sale and get all of these perks, head to the link in the episode description or go to Sinisterhood.com and click Patreon on the top banner to sign up today. So a bit of backstory first. I have IBS. As such, I have been in my fair share of uncomfortable situations at work where I've needed to use the bathroom. I do find it to be quite embarrassing when it does happen, but I have a method I follow that seems to work well. First, I will find an empty bathroom if possible. Then, I flush the toilet simultaneously as I'm going to mask any sounds and or smells. I apologize if this is TMI. Well, time out to say this is an effective method. <laughs> yeah, I think that many people use this method, especially in a shared workplace bathroom. Chaos. My nightmare. Oh, yeah. So... He continues, anyways, I've noticed that some people at work have pretty much zero shame while using the bathroom. They will release gas, have explosive diarrhea, etc. without trying to cover it up in the slightest. Whereas I am the type of person who, is, who will sit there and try to wait for the bathroom to clear out before I even think about going number two. Mm -hmm. I work in a very professional environment and I would just be absolutely mortified if a coworker knew it was me blowing up the bathroom. <laughs> Although at times I do wish I just didn't care. This brings me to early last week. I was using the restroom, just peeing, when someone came in and started to have a loud episode on the toilet. I guess you could say I was overcome with curiosity because as I was washing my hands, I decided to stick around in the bathroom to wait for this person to come out of the stall. I was genuinely curious as to who this could be who had just no embarrassment regarding their audible bathroom using. Oh, no. I stood in front of the mirror and pretended to fix my hair and whatnot until they came out. Oh, sorry, this was a female. I thought it was male. They didn't say it at the beginning. Turns out it was a girl on a team adjacent to mine. 
We've been friendly in the past, but I don't know her very well. As she came out of the stall, I started to make... well now. (laughs) As she came out of the stall, I started to make small talk with her. I ended up saying something along the lines of, you too, huh? Oh, no. To which she seemed kind of confused. I then elaborated on my whole IBS ordeal. To be honest with you, I was just looking to connect with someone that shares similar issues to me. Oh, my God. She was nice about it, but a bit reserved, which I get. Well... A few days later, I found myself essentially being scolded by my manager and HR representative. Apparently, this girl felt that I was being rude and intrusive. Not only is that not the case, but some of my other coworkers have gotten wind of the situation and are now calling me out and think that I'm an asshole for harassing someone in the bathroom. Oh, no. I feel like this whole thing has been blown out of proportion. Well, yeah, a lot of it was blown out. <laughs> and now I am feeling very embarrassed myself and awkward, and my yeah. coworkers have all been acting weird around me. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm not sure if this matters or not, but it all took place in a gender-neutral restroom. Am I really an asshole for this? I legit don't feel like I've done anything wrong. I don't know if you're an asshole, but wait. You're so a it weirdo. was a man. It was a man talking to a woman. I think now that changes everything. It doesn't say in the comments that. Oh, maybe that's why they said gender neutral, neutral because they're a man in the. They deleted their full account, so Dude, I can't. You, you got to delete your account, you quit your job, you move to another country, you go into hiding. That's the only course of action. Um, uh, I don't know if asshole is the right word, but I would say intrusive, definitely. Um, out of line, awkward, super weird. This... I would be mortified if I came out of the bathroom and one of my coworkers was there to talk to me about what just happened. No, after you know what just happened. God damn. Which was a shitstorm. I would just go back in that stall and never come out. I live there now. And I get like... He's got to quit. If your style is you're a flusher while and to mask the sound and all that, that's cool. Not everybody does that, and I don't think you can judge others for how they take their shits. Right. Because sometimes it gets away from you. You don't have control over it. You think she's in that stall being like, man, I'm glad I'm just having explosive diarrhea <laughs> while my coworkers at the sink and can hear all of this? No. Well, and I'm sure she's like, get the fuck out of here. Right? I'm trying to She's not like, all right, everybody ready for blast off. <laughs> like, three, two, one. That was a good one. No, yeah. you're probably freaking mortified and you're like oh my god i want to wait until everybody's gone but i have a deadline i gotta be back at my desk or he's sneaky and you think he's left because he's Mm -mm. just being quiet doing his hair in the mirror and then you walk out and you see him and and then they go hey so you have ibs too no i just went to el phoenix last night leave me alone that's so embarrassing and especially because it changes it that it was a male co-worker to a female because that just makes it even more like of a weird power dynamic imbalance. I don't know. It, the whole thing is fucking weird. I don't want anybody unless it's you or Tommy or maybe my mom asking me how things went in the bathroom. Yeah. Uh, and that would I would only ask you if you were like, hey, I need some help in here. Yeah. And I'd be like, what happened? 
And then I would uh, zero shame, like help you with something because I have bathroom issues too. And it fifty fifty on which of us would come out and be like, I need some help. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's it at any given day it could be either of us. But, uh, but does it change your opinion? Oh, well. So it is co- confirmed in the comments. It was a male, okay, in a gender neutral restroom. A female using the restroom. He waited and stared in the mirror at himself, listening to her for fifteen minutes. <gasps> That's unhinged. That's that's perverse. That is harassment. I would think that that feels harassing. It feels very invasive. Um, I would feel like my privacy had been violated for sure. It's also like, what does it say about you as a person that you are willing to smell a stranger's diarrhea for 15 minutes just so you can see who is responsible for this? He's, what are you even trying to do? He said, make a connection with somebody. No. What do you, you think were going to ju- tell your kid? Yeah, also. That's how oh, you met. Oh, yeah, this is how I met. You want to know how I met your mother? This is how it is, Ted, <laughs> in a fucking bathroom, because I was blowing it out my ass. So insane. And then that he, he, I also don't buy that he was looking to make a connection, because he was, he started this off by judging how other people mm-hmm. don't mask it. He was waiting to see the culprit. He was ready to. He was ad- ready to judge it. Yeah, and then a woman walks out, and all of a sudden it changes. I mean, if a man had walked out, different, different interaction. I bet. And I, I don't even. I wonder if he looked under the stall and saw the shoes that it was a female. It's bizarre to That's me though. So gross that you 15. would stand in there for fifteen minutes, and in the bathroom, you know, she's like. What is happening? Yes. Why hasn't he left? Someone said, what the fuck? 15 whole minutes. Imagine sitting on the toilet for 15 minutes waiting for this guy to leave. Your legs start going numb. Oh, yeah. And you finally get up and you're faced with this weird, creepy guy standing there trying to make very awkward small talk with you. Well, How the, embarrassing. The, the smell of your diarrhea lingers in the air. You're trying to wash your hands and you're like... Oh, great. We also work together, so I got to see this dickhead every day. It's not like this is a stranger in a public restaurant. No, it's a person that they are on a team oh, that my works God. closely. And the good point, too, is you've just now wasted 15 minutes of company time, which is fine for the girl on the toilet, because she earned it. You know, that's part of... <laughs> she was doing that something. She was doing something. But this guy's just lingering like a weirdo. Like and this then creeper. He then forced her, because that's an inappropriate interaction, so what she... The right thing to do is to go and tell your manager and your HR person. Yeah. And that means you have to knock on your manager's door oh my and God. be like, I have to talk to you about something that Gary did. The next one we have is from Betty. Hi, Betty. Hi, Betty. Betty writes to us. Dear Sinister, I'm in the crux of a dilemma. I, 29-year-old female, am really good friends and co-workers with another woman I'll call Dorothy, 31-year-old female. We've been friends for years, and she had been in a relationship and living with her boyfriend up until last fall. Our friend group always had reservations about him feeling he was taking advantage of her financially and would never contribute nearly as much to their relationship and household. He was in his early 20s and just overall seemed very immature. Well, she did finally break it off and has been miserable since. We live in a very small town, so she still sees him on occasion and they have mutual friends. When she gets to a really low point, she seems to flip-flop. She'll go from blocking him on everything to re-adding him on Snapchat to hooking up with him again. It's very toxic and so unhealthy for her, but she says she never stopped loving him and seems to be delusional in regards to their being together again. At this point, he seems to just be using her for sex. 
She's become a shell of the person she used to be. She doesn't sleep, has lost over 15 pounds, and recently quit her full-time job because of all this. About a month ago, I found out from my brother's girlfriend, again, small town, that her boyfriend had slept with one of his coworkers while they were still dating and while he was still living with Dorothy in her house. Mind you, this is secondhand information, and my brother's girlfriend didn't have a lot of specifics. She works with the girl and the boyfriend, so I'm not sure if I should tell Dorothy. Will it make it worse for her? Should I go to her about it with something that could just be a rumor? Or should I tell her in the hopes that she'll finally cut him off? I really don't know what to do. I obviously don't want to hurt her any further, but I wonder if this is what it will take to help her move on. What should I do? Well, I personally, I don't think that would make her move on. Seems like she's in real deep and it's real hard for her to cut those ties. So would it hurt her more? Absolutely. Would it be what finally she decided no more? I don't think so, because I think that has to come from inside. I totally agree. It has to, she's something's got to flip the switch of self-worth in mm-hmm. Dorothy to say, I deserve better than this. And what could happen is you tell her, hey, by the way, dipshit cheated on you while you guys were living together. So-and-so's sister or whatever girlfriend told me this. I just want you to know. And the sad thing is Dorothy might go, yeah, I know. He cheated on me a lot. That's just Mm kind of what he did. And now she's embarrassed because you know something that she hadn't even told. She told you some bad parts of it, but didn't even tell you the worst part. And now that's put something between you. That being said, something like this, all you can do is tell her the truth as you know it. And as you know it, as you say, hey, about a month ago, my brother's girlfriend shared some information with me regarding dipshit. It was involving infidelity between the two of you. As you know, I I don't particularly like him. And I just wanted to make you aware since I know the two of you still hang out. And she may say, well, I don't want to know. I don't want to know. Or yeah, I know what you're going to tell me. It's because he fucked Sheila, right? And you're like, that is what I heard. And it's just, I just don't foresee it making a difference. Yeah, I I think we've all had friends where this has gone on or we've been the person that has been in this situation. Oh, and have I? it's, it takes it coming. Like you said, some kind of self-worth realization within no amount of shitty information you hear about the person is going to change it. It has to be something that you realize I am better than this person and all of this. And I deserve more. One way a friend can help with that is, Like we say, acceptance does not equal approval. So be there for her. You're not approving of what she's doing with dipshit, but you're still being a good friend. And, you know, stuff like that is, I think, going to be more healing because she then is feels less alone and like she has her friends to rely on and be there for and that she doesn't need dipshit. I agree 100%. And you gave me that in our early days of friendship. I was situation shipping with somebody who was uh, sadly not younger than me and was this much of a loaf and kind of just Mm. 
what's the word I'm looking for? Sort of like unmoored, like kind of just floating between things and would on again, off again, say something really mean, but then say something sweet. And then we're screaming and we're crying and everything. And I bet your jaw was clenched (laughs) whenever I would talk to you about him. But you were never like, you're such an idiot for being with him. What a loser you are for being. You're like, oh, well, do you guys want to go on a double date? And I would be like, oh, well, he doesn't really like to hang out with other couples together. And you were like, oh, okay, well, how does that make you feel? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, kind of bad. You know, it wasn't, I was. I never felt like you were condescending or talking down to me. You were always just a good supportive friend. And it took the good supportiveness to be like, oh, and, and just you being like, oh, well, uh, if there's a hair in your food at a restaurant, you know, you don't slap the server, but like, oh, pardon me, may I please have food that doesn't have hair in it? And I was just like, oh, it's okay if everything sucks and I can just take shit my whole life. It's it's fine. I'll just, I'll just eat spoonfuls of shit if that's hair. all you guys have. Yeah. And you had to say, no, it's okay that you have standards for yourself. You're not a bad person. You're not a bitch. And me watching you have standards for yourself and then the dots connect in my head subconsciously and then consciously of, Oh, Christy has high standards. That's why she's married to Tommy, because Tommy (laughs) is handsome and smart and kind to her and a good dad and all these things. And she didn't get a wonderful partner who she loves very much by just taking whatever shitty scraps she could have. And it was just this like, like click moment in my head. And then I'm like in the yard with the situationship person screaming at me. And I was like, oh, this is, we're not, oh no, I don't do this. I'm going to go now. And it, but nobody could have shaken me awake before that. But Mm -hmm. what it took was consistent, loving reinforcement of myself. And like I said, you, at no point were you like, don't hang out with him. He's a piece of shit. He's such a loser. You you might've thought that. And actually, when we started dating, I believe you went, really? Huh. Okay. All right. Good for you. <laughs> I, I, I knew him before. And so, no, I, he's, you're, you deserved better. You know what I Much mean? Better. And it's, you know, it, for all of everybody's faults or whatever, it's one of those like, you're happier with somebody else, I'm happier, whatever. But in the position we were, you know, someone is in and the behaviors we have, it's just like, you can't break free of that Mm -mm. absent having a really loving friend. So Betty, I think your position with Dorothy is, I love you and I support you. Like, like Christy said, I don't have to approve of him, but Mm -hmm. I accept that you all are together. And if you need to talk about it, I'm here to talk about it. And, and general questions like that. Well, okay, well, so he had sex with you and then left in the night and then hasn't responded to any of your calls. Well, how does that make you feel? Oh, you know, when, don't you wish somebody would call you back? Just kind of being like, don't you think you deserve somebody that's excited about you? And asking the question of, it's, it almost like forced me to be like, oh, no, I don't think I deserve good things. And I was like, no, 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 I do deserve good things. I'm just not going to like ask for them. And you were like, well, you, you can. And I'm like, oh, then my life is better. And then I found my own Mr. Brown. Oh, yes, that's I mean, very true. Well, that's very kind of you to say all of those things. But it's that's how I feel. Thank well, you. Thank you. I, yeah, I we've all been there. And like you said, there's nothing that's going to shake her out of that when you're lonely, when you if it's toxic or not, you're in love with someone or you think you're in love with someone, you're really connected and attached to them. It can take a long time to finally like cut those ties completely so i she'll get there i don't it, rushing it is just gonna cause strife between you and her because you know if people think you're meddling in my business you don't know what's best for me blah 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 you're just jealous yeah just being there and being a supportive friend and but also reminding her that you're a badass you you deserve better than this 
We have the Murdoch trial on mute and, and they're on break right now. Yes. If anything breaking, we're expecting something to happen. You never know. We, we, I feel it. My spidey senses are tingling. That so, is going to be a late in the day shocker. Like a, a yeah. A, I mean, Creighton Waters loves the theatrics. Build, build, build up and then slam it down. Yes. He did it all day, yesterday. arguably too many times yesterday. Like at some point, you got to know when to hold and know when to fold them. He was holding all the way. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But I think something's going to happen. They spent an hour and a half on the chicken Dude, and the dogs. That fuck the dogs. And well, and people keep asking, why are they, why is Creighton Waters just letting him ramble? Because you give somebody enough rope. Like, just let him keep He's talking. Get tangled up. He can't stop himself from bragging and giving all these unnecessary details and stuff. Mm-hmm. So he's he could easily slip up and say something. Well, he was doing a great job getting him to... We're just going to go talk about Murdoch for a minute. <laughs> but he did... Earlier today, he said, well, when you told that lie, and Alec goes, well, which lie... And so he just had him admit to the jury that he lies so easily and so often he, he can't, can't even keep him yeah. straight. And I think that's going to get him. Creighton Waters 100% sounds like a John Grisham character yes. and probably will be. Creighton that name Waters. will not be changed when they make the movie. <laughs> he never lost a jury trial in his life. <laughs> How Mama said he came be? out of the womb objecting. <laughs> <laughs> I do declare. <laughs> I want to write that. I want to write that novel. Well, speaking earlier, you said you told me your darkest secret. We have some darkest secrets that we've combed from the internet to share with you today. I haven't heard any of these, and I'm very no. excited. Yes, I'm excited to share them with you. Cass, I'm glad you're pumped. Well, these are from, if you're not familiar with the subreddit, Off My Chest. It's a place where people come and share super deep, dark secrets. They could be kind of petty, lighthearted, silly secrets or something like deep and devastated. I tried to cultivate the most unusual and curious ones. Well, because one time we did this and they yes. were real bummers. So that's why we stopped no, doing no. it for I, a while. Uh, I said, I can f- I'll figure it out. It, like in a confessional to a priest or yes. a therapist, yeah. but it's Reddit. And it might be a silly one. So I say we jump in uh, this first one. And I'm not going to read you the titles because they're spoilers. They do spoil it. Okay. <clears throat> Pardon me. This one says... We were at a party last week, my friends and I. It was the first real party I've gone to. Everyone was dancing, myself included. I don't dance, so I think I'm not that good at it. But I thought I did fairly good then. Oh, God. In Is my this mind, like Elaine? <laughs> it's exactly like Elaine. In my mind, I thought I was able to pull it off. No. Well, today, two friends and I were talking about the party, and one mentioned, while laughing, how I danced so funny. Oh, <laughs> no. The other kind of tried to imitate me dancing by shaking her legs in a strange way <laughs> and said it was really strange how my legs had been moving. I laughed at the moment and said, oh, that's just because I was drunk. A lie. But oh. I wish the ground would have swallowed me whole. I was mortified because I thought I did fine. And then I discovered other people found it funny. It's very silly, but I'm upset about it now. I don't think that's silly. I I generally don't care about people joking about me or something I've done. I also make fun of myself all the time. I'm not a sensitive person. Even when the other person joked about wasn't nice, I usually laugh it off and don't think much of it because I take things very lightly and genuinely don't care. But not always. My friends don't know the side of me that gets really bothered by comments to the point of keeping me up at night. They're Mm -hmm. used to me being so laid back. Uh, They think I don't care about things, but sometimes I secretly do. Did they say their age? They didn't, but it said the first real party. So I'm assuming teenager or college. Yeah, and did they say 
they she said female right uh i don't think she said i was imagining female but that's not i think i imagined female only because i imagined elaine from seinfeld yeah well i I imagined like a girl's talking about like oh yeah that was so funny and then one friend she said that so the op was talking with two girls so i think our brains just connected i hurt for them i think that's something like because they said i make fun of myself well that's like i can make fun of my brother but you can't you yeah. know i can make fun of where i grew up but you, no, you can't but also i think when people are self-deprecating and make fun of themselves a lot of that time is to mask pain because mm-hmm. they deflect with humor mm-hmm. they um, feel bad about themselves and yeah want to get there before someone else yeah exactly you're trying to like get out ahead of it so when you think oh, I nailed it, and mm-hmm. I wasn't trying to be funny in this moment, and then everyone's like, ha What a funny that, joke you just that did. That stings, because you're like, fuck, then... Mm-hmm. Because it's also very isolating and embarrassing that you're like, oh, well, how would I ever know how to do these things? I can't talk to my friends about mm-hmm. it, or you have to fucking Google how to dance at a party. Dude, which would be something young Heather would have asked Jeeves, because... I was very not hip. I didn't know like how to mm-hmm. dance. So I spent a lot of time oh, on the this wall. This person will never dance that's again. That's the sad thing. I hope My that's not true. My mom still remembers a um, grade school teacher in choir telling her she sang terrible and she should just stand yeah. there and lip sync. Damn. She still remembers that. No, straight Like up. let people dance, dance and sing. sing, do whatever they want, however they want it. How you ever you express yourself. Yeah. That's beautiful. Fuck these friends. This is so mean to and me. And get some new friends that would be like, hell yeah, let's. this is a new move. I told and you my friend taught shaky me the shaky leg, which I think is a different dance already. It's a stanky leg. Oh. Ooh, the stanky leg. <laughs> well, now you've got the, the shaky, shaky leg. leg. So yeah, make it a thing. Make it a know. thing. But that's also because We're in improv, that's what you would do. This person needs to take an improv Just, class. Yeah, find a bunch of friends that are like, fuck yeah, do more of that. Because mm-hmm. that's exactly what your friends Not from that improv would judge are. you. And the only reason they're judging you is because... They were embarrassed by you because they're insecure with them own, their own selves. I think a lot of times when people hate on others for joyful things is because the hater can't be free. They're mm-hmm. trapped in themselves and in their they own shame cycle. They wish they could do that. Tommy sent a meme the other day that was just a cow in the ocean that said, I'm cringe, but I am free. <laughs> and I think of it all the time because it's just like, I like what I like. This has led online conspiracy theorists to put forward their own theory. Aliens. In response, White House Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre said, There is no, again, no indication of aliens or extraterrestrial activity with these recent takedowns. I wanted to make sure that the American people knew that, and all of you knew, and it was important for us to say that from here, just because we're, you know, we're hearing a lot about it. I mean, I love DT, the movie, but I'm, I'm just going to leave it there. She brought it up. She brought up BT. I'm sorry. God. Even in this time of potential war, <laughs> we're we're bringing up ET as if it couldn't get any worse. <laughs> oh, I recently found out that someone I know hates that movie, and I can't think of who it is now, but it made me really question my relationship with them. <laughs> Their cold, dark heart. I don't remember who it was now. <laughs> uh oh. Likewise, scientists were skeptical that any of these objects were visitors from other worlds. Professor of particle physics at the University of Manchester, Brian Cox, tweeted 
I've always suspected that an advanced alien civilization with the technology to travel at close to light speed across interstellar distances would arrive in Earth's orbit unobserved and proceed to dispatch a fleet of small, easily detectable balloons into our atmosphere. Cox doesn't have time for this. He's like, really, idiots? You think this is how they're going to communicate with us? Yeah, they're going to show up. Very good point. A little balloon floating. (laughs) Or, oh my gosh, I have a new theory, Heather. Oh God, there's another. Alien birthday party. You know that every time you're at a kid's birthday party, a balloon just goes awry and floats off into the sky. We don't know where it lands. Probably in an ocean somewhere. Trash Island, middle of the ocean. (laughs) What if this was an alien birthday party and one of the little kids just accidentally let go of their balloon? They're like, Mommy, do you think I'll get my balloon back? And they're like, oh, yes, honey, it's only on... Oh, goddammit, it flew over America. (laughs) They've shot it down. I'm sorry, Junior, you won't get it back. Can't get it back. I feel like to the aliens, America is like what the outside world was to the people in M. Night Shyamalan's The Village. (laughs) Like, you know it's there, but you kind of pretend like it isn't, so you can just exist in your own nice bubble. Fucking sweet M. Night reference. <laughs> well, we've been recently talking about him and watched the latest his latest movie recently. That's a good point, though. Man, you don't want to get out there. Shit is wild. Don't <laughs> so come just, there. Let's all pretend like it's not there. <laughs> just stay. On February 14th, 2023... The Biden administration held a classified intelligence briefing with senators from both sides of the aisle. However, the meeting was closed to the public and participants were limited in what they could share. Republican senator from Louisiana, John Kennedy, told Politico, This is what I took away. This has been going on for years. Number two, except for the China spy balloon, we don't really know what they are. Number three, we don't even know if we caught them. Number four, what's different right now is that we shot some down. That's the good news, I suppose. Shot them down like the turkeys I shoot every year in hunting season on my land. In the Foghorn Leghorn? Is that you? <laughs> oh, John, good old John Kennedy from Louisiana. Oh, you know he was named after the John Kennedy. Fitzgerald Kennedy. <laughs> Alaskan Senator Lisa Murkowski expressed her dismay at the lack of information, saying, The most troublesome aspect is, what's going on? Where are they coming from? Who's behind them? When we get weather balloons, we understand weather balloons. But if it's not a weather balloon, what are they? Who's sending them? That bothers me. Senate Majority... (laughs) Okay, here's what's happened. Um, Is when I read this, this is how I'm going to say this. Say it. Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin... (laughs) But I know it is Senate Majority Whip Dick Durbin. But if your name is Dick Durbin and you're the Senate Majority Whip, if you don't go by Whip Dick Durbin, <laughs> what are you doing with your life? Come on down to Whip Dick Durbin's. <laughs> Slap your dick. We're slashing prices down to Whip Dick Durbin's. We're slashing prices and we're whipping dicks. <laughs> whip Dick Durbin's. Well, he told reporters after the briefing. It answered a lot of questions. And raised a lot of questions. Lawmakers from both parties have called on the Biden administration for increased transparency. President Biden said later in the week the aircraft were likely research balloons and not spycraft. Ah, it's a research balloon. Let it go. (laughs) A research balloon from another country 
Sounds like a spycraft. <laughs> it's a spycraft, definitionally. Do you mean a balloon from another country that was researching our intelligence and how we run things over here? Yeah, it's like when I told Paris I did a little research on him after I saw his last name on the debit card on our first date, and I took a CVS receipt and wrote down his entire dating history in my go. backyard one day. <laughs> you found out his dating history? Oh, I like dug deep into his uh, like Facebook and social media, and I Damn. could find out who tagged who. I'm like, you I'm can calling. say it now because you landed him. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I waited till we were married to <laughs> drop some of these. He's like, you did what? It's like, You're yeah. Like, uh, first of all, don't act so surprised. Every woman does this. So. <laughs> I just kept it to myself. And then later when he wanted to tell me, he would be like, so-and-so. And in my head, I'd be like, oh, it's the girl with the highlights. Mm-hmm. Like, and then I'd be like, what is she? Show me a picture of what she looked like. And then I was like, confirmed. That's her. If you liked what you heard, consider supporting the show on Patreon by clicking the link in the episode description or heading to SinisterHood.com and clicking Patreon on the top banner. Thanks for listening and keep it creepy. Sinister Hood